Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 99 of In the Middle of It. The podcast where parents and teachers can find ideas, strategies, and resources for connecting with teens. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so excited that you guys are with me today. Now, if you've been around for a while, welcome back. It's great to see your sweet face again. And if you are new, welcome. We're glad to have you hanging out with us today. Now, I don't know if I've shared this with you guys before, but one of my all-time favorite TV series is The Gilmore Girls. And Although it hasn't been part of what I've been binge watching throughout the pandemic, because honestly, I've probably watched the whole series around five times all the way through. Anyway, even though I haven't watched it recently, because we just dropped my son off at college a month ago, one of the episodes has really been on my mind. And it's the one where Lorelai, the mom in the series, helps her daughter Rory move into her dorm room at Yale. And if you're not familiar with the show, Rory is a very high achieving, conscientious student. And she is super focused and she almost seems like the adult in the mother-daughter relationship, which I think is probably part of the reason I'm drawn to it because I often feel the same way with my daughter, Phoebe. I feel like I'm a little more scattered, a little more fly by the seat of my pants, whereas she is very structured and organized. And anyway, all that to say, in this scene that I'm remembering, Lorelai and Rory walk into her new dorm suite in her dorm room. And as they're walking in, Rory is studying a campus map that she realizes is torn and she's all worried about that. And she's just worried about all the things. And as they walk into her actual bedroom in the dorm suite, Lorelai, her mom, stops her turns her around and marches her out of the suite. And here's what she says, basically. She says, all right, you just missed it. Walking into your dorm room suite for the first time. We need a do-over. So she pushes Rory out the door, like all the way out of the suite, declaring, you're gonna be in the moment. You're gonna be in the moment. Or the rest of the map gets it. So she's threatening the, the map that Rory's already worried about. Anyway, they go through the space again. And afterwards, Rory hugs her mom and thanks her for forcing her to be in the moment, saying, it's something I would not have wanted to miss. Now, Lorelai, being the really savvy mom that she is, thanks Rory for pretending that you're not worried about all the things for just this moment for me. So I'm bringing all this up because sometimes our teens have to be reminded to be mindful, to live in the moment and to take in all the things that are going on around them. Now, I know I've said this before in other episodes, but one of the biggest surprises in parenting my teens has been in not having to stay on them to do homework and be responsible and make sure they're taking care of all of their things. It's actually been the opposite. So it's been more of me helping them manage anxiety or trying to help them see the bigger picture or really forcing them to take mental health breaks to not miss the moments, right? Now, I realize that you may have a different struggle with your teens than the one that I just described, but I think that the mindfulness issue manifests 
in a lot of different ways. So whether your teens aren't mindful because they're so stressed or they're not mindful because they've tuned out the world to focus on their screens or for whatever reason, I think it's all the same coin, just different sides. Now, researchers have found that mindfulness practice improves your well-being, it improves your physical health and your mental health. And as one of the grown-ups in your teen's lives, it is a really good idea to be intentional about being mindful. Not just modeling it and doing it yourself, but really doing things like what Lorelai did and literally walking your teens through being in the moment. And that's one of the things that Kelly Abernathy is helping us do in today's episode. If you haven't been following along, today is the last episode in a four-part series where my friend Kelly is walking us through several sets of Zoom Busters. Now, Zoom Busters are stretching and breathing exercises, and she is going through the fifth and sixth sets of them today. So in the previous three episodes in the series, she's gone through the posture setup for it, as well as Zoom Buster sets one through four. So anyway, out of all of these Zoom Buster sets, I think this last one that she's going through today, the sixth one, is my very favorite. She's guiding us through a sensory meditation that helps students focus by using all five of their senses. And not surprisingly, it is also a great way to help them practice mindfulness and being in the moment and noticing what's going on around them. So again, if you haven't caught the first three episodes in this series, let me tell you a little bit about my friend Kelly. She is a registered yoga teacher with 500 hours of training, and she has an amazing curiosity about how the brain and the body work together. And that curiosity has led her to researching and learning everything she can about it. And that curiosity of hers inspired me as well. And together, we have worked on these Zoom Busters as a resource for teachers and parents working with teens as they learn virtually. Now, we're going to go ahead and jump in here in a second. But first, a quick reminder before we do that there are videos for all of these Zoom Busters on my show notes page at theishgirl.com forward slash EP99. And there is also a free PDF with all of the verbal cues for these six sets of Zoom Busters if you'd like to use them with your teens. So you can download that and actually walk through leading your teens through all these Zoom Busters. So if you'd like to go and grab that, that also is at theishgirl.com forward slash EP99. And When you go to that show notes page, just FYI, I have also included a couple of articles on mindfulness if you'd like to explore that a little bit more. Okay, now here's Kelly with our last two Zoom Busters. Okay, so Zoom Buster number five is what we're on, and it is focused on our eyes, which Mm -hmm. I just think is amazing. Yes, and you know, this is just such a helpful... um, set of exercises recommended by most eye doctors and it's often these exercises are also also used in post um, concussion protocols it's also very very good for us when we're staring at a screen because we know that that can stress our eyes so we begin what i call eye yoga we will set up 
seated posture. So we're very relaxed. And so we also are very level. So we really want that level chin as always, the shoulders back, the nice relaxed face. And then we want to establish and encourage the students to have that nice level gaze, really looking straight ahead. And in order to do that, they may not actually be looking at their computer screen, but we want them to be looking straight ahead with their chin level. So they can do this with just the auditory cues. So we, that is the center position, staring straight ahead. And then on the inhale, we're going to encourage them without changing the position of the head, simply look up using the eyes only up at the ceiling. And then on the exhale, come back to center so that they're staring straight ahead just for a moment. Inhale, exhale without moving the head in any way, look down. Perhaps they can see a little bit of their lap. Come back to center. Exhale. Without moving the head, look all the way to the left. So your head is looking straight ahead, but your eyes are looking over to the left. What can you see on the left side of the room? Come back to center, exhale. Eyes move over to the right. Come back to center. And now let's just take a minute to maybe move ahead and shake it out, maybe do some shoulder rolls or whatever. And then we'll add a little bit more to this, but we'll add the diagonals now. So reset the posture. Again, we always start with that center line, looking straight ahead with a nice level chin, relaxed face. Inhale, let the eyes look up to the upper left. This is where you can really notice the way the muscles around your eyes feel. Come back to center. Let's go to the right diagonal. How's that feel? Looking way up to the corner of the ceiling. Come back the exhale. Inhale down to the lower left corner. Back to center. Inhale again. Exhale to the right. Come back to center and release. It's so interesting how, especially with the diagonal, I could feel the muscles in my face working as well. Yeah. Oh, crazy. And that's why I would also suggest for me, I'm feeling the desire to jaw movements to release some of that. So you can go there. But also, it's, this is always interesting. To, you might engage a brief discussion sometimes on whether students notice it more on one side or the other. One eye has weaker muscles than the other. And not that weak is bad, we're just gonna observe that. But it can feel very different because you can feel the release of tension. This is also because the eyes are connected to the sinuses, to the nostrils, a good way to open up your nasal breathing. 
Yes, that's where I was feeling it. Like I could feel in my almost in my sinuses. That's it stimulates wow. that whole area. So yes, we're so beautifully, wonderfully made. <laughs> okay, so because we were talking so much about the the face and eyes and nasal breathing, let's add a little breathing to close this Zoom Buster out. Let's add a different breathing exercise. And this would be what I call sniff breathing. So again, with a nice posture, we would do two quick sniffs and then saying the word, ha ha. Yay! And that also adds the relaxation through the jaw. Mm -hmm. So that is Zoom Buster 5. All right, so now we're on Zoom Buster 6. And remind me, what is Zoom Buster 6? What are we gonna be working on? Zoom Buster 6 is my personal um, passion because it is sensory meditation, something I'm all about. And as you may know, we also know from brain scans and neuroscience that when we into the sensory parts of our brain we actually do encourage relaxation because we get off of the negative chatter part of our brain and we find ourselves in this beautiful world feeling color imagining scenes beautiful sounds smells tastes feeling things just by using the sensory part of our brain so this little meditation is a lovely thing when you really want your students to find a very calm and grounded. And so I would encourage, again, just that beautiful posture. You may want to choose one of the breathing exercises, anything but fire breathing, which is <laughs> to set this up. And then encourage them to close their eyes, really soften their face just smooth their brow and really notice their eyebrows relaxing and space being created between your brow the brows soften the muscles around the eye the jaw the nostrils cheeks and all around the lips the hands can be resting in the lap very nice, soft place with quiet breathing. And then imagine your very favorite color. And hold this color in your mind's eye and just allow it to expand and get brighter and more vibrant. A gentle inhale and breathe that color into your entire body. Hold it deep inside in the pause. And then exhale it out, allowing it to be shared with everyone around you. And then come back to that place of stillness and repose just breathing and being. And now imagine 
your favorite smell. Smells are so wonderful. They connect us so beautifully to some of our favorite memories. So imagine a smell special to you. Perhaps it's the smell of cinnamon. Or it may just be the smell of fresh, clean laundry. Or perhaps your favorite dessert, cookies baking in the oven. Just breathe it in and hold it deep inside you. Allow it to help you to relax. Only on the exhale, breathe it out. Now we'll have some fun by imagining our favorite taste. So let's just imagine that taste, whatever it may be. Perhaps it's ice cream. You can feel the flavor as well as the coolness. Perhaps it's the tang of a crisp, crunchy apple. You can feel that taste exploding in your mouth. Or perhaps it's something else like the hot and space spicy taste of homemade salsa. But whatever it is, just enjoy it. Breathing it in and gently breathing out. Imagine next a most comforting touch. So we all have things that we like to wear or have around us or near us that help us feel comforted and relaxed. Maybe a favorite blanket or pillow or throw. Just feel comforted, feel safe. So whatever it is, feel that feeling. Breathing in, gently breathing out. And now in this place of stillness and repose, let's imagine a favorite sound. Perhaps it's a favorite piece of music. Perhaps it's the sound of a fountain. Find that very relaxing, just the sound of water. Perhaps it's bells in the distance. Whatever your sound is, just hold it deep inside for a moment and really hear it with every part of your being. And then gently breathe it out. Ah. And then when you're ready, you open your eyes and come back into the room. And just take a moment to feel. That was so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sensory meditations are really powerful. I can see how um, can really, really come up with some 
great guided meditations. They don't have to be very long. No, and I, and I almost think too, I just thought of this, it's not something that you and I had talked about before, but even after the Zoom buster, later on, if you're trying to do it, and, and I know we've talked about you being an introvert, me being more of an extrovert, how you hate like group discussion time. <laughs> But as teachers, if you're doing like a Zoom breakout room or whatever, you could you could have students talk about what oh. color did you envision or what smell or, you know, and just kind of just and share. Yeah, getting to know each other a little bit better. I love that. No, I think that it is a great kind of icebreaker type thing to, to talk about. It's classic neuroscience. We are in touch with those things, then we are also more relaxed. And you're also more present. And I think the reason I wanted you to share is because I think it, it goes hand in hand with mindfulness, which is what I think we've been focusing on this whole time, whether it's mindfulness and how you're breathing, mindful body, mind awareness and being mindful of your body and, and being mindful of your students and knowing when they maybe need a break and, and you can kind of see them getting antsy and, and that kind of thing. So I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that. To kind of wrap us up, Kelly, I'm just going to say thank you so much for sharing all of these with us. And I want everyone to know that I will, I have the videos of this on the show notes page, and they're also going to be up on YouTube. And I'm, um, I've broken them down into segments so that you can do each individual segment, or you can play one right after the other if you want to do all the sets at one time. So you can find that at theishgirl.com. And um, so, and then I will also have a written resource that will go along with those videos as well. So if you want to have the uh, visual just written cue in front of you, if you want to do that with your students, then I'll have that as well. Um, which again, Kelly has provided that. Thank you so much. I'm just so excited about offering everybody this resource and I hope that it is so useful and beneficial for teachers and for students. And even while we were doing that, uh, this for, if you're a parent listening, I think, and, and you work wherever you work, whether it's from home or in an office somewhere, I think I was just appreciating being able to go through all these with you this morning, Kelly, because it's so relaxing and I feel so refreshed and alert now for the rest of my work day. So I think parents can do this too on their own. So thank you. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the time and the energy that you put into creating this for us. And uh, I'm just so excited to be able to share this. So thank you, dear friends. Okay, thank you so much to Kelly for all of the time and the effort that she put into designing these Zoom Busters. And don't forget, they can be used individually for shorter three to five minute breaks, or you can use them consecutively for a longer stretching session. Now, all of them are great for helping students reset and refocus. And of course, practice mindfulness, not just mind-body awareness, but also being aware of their surroundings and experiences in the moment. Now, also just a reminder to please be sure to check out the show notes at theishgirl.com forward slash EP99 for not only videos that show you each of these Zoom Buster sets and walk you through them, but also 
for a free PDF with all of the cues for each of these Zoombuster sets as well. You can use them to guide your students through the Zoombusters or you can use them like I do for yourself because I know we're all in front of our computer screens for a lot longer periods these days because of um, working remotely and um, working from home. So I know that they are super helpful for helping all of us reset and refocus, not just our teens. Okay, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I am praying that these Zoombusters are helpful for you and for the teens and communities that you serve. So if they've been beneficial to you at all and you're feeling super generous, I would love, love, love if you would leave a rating and review on iTunes for the In the Middle of It podcast. It truly is the best way for others to find these resources too. Okay, friends, from an ish girl who is so grateful to have gotten to put eyes on my oldest last weekend when we visited him at college for the first time since we moved him into the dorm a month ago, I am so grateful to be in the middle of it together.